0: Welcome to One Question Monday, where Dr. Peyton, physical therapist and teacher for EBLO, and I talk about one of your questions as quickly as possible. We just get in, we get out. And today we're talking about knees over toes. And there, for the longest time, I was taught as a fitness instructor years ago, a decade ago, never let your knees pass your toes. Always keep your knees behind your toes. And there's lots of dogma in the fitness industry. and it's still there. You know, I think it's still present people being afraid of putting their knees over their toes. And we do that pretty much every time we work quads. So we want to talk about why the knees can pass the toes and why it's not dangerous. And in fact, why it's necessary to load the quads. So Peyton, do you want to talk about, um, kind of why people are fearful of this and why they shouldn't be fearful of this?
1: Yeah. So first going into why people are fearful. I think it came from maybe a legitimate place of maybe they felt tension in the knee and thinking, okay, they felt a pressure maybe in the front side of the knee thinking this can't be good to load the, load the knee in this way. And so it just, I feel like with other things within the fitness industry, it just caught on and it was like, okay, well then let's avoid that at all costs. Keep your knee directly over your ankle and don't, don't press into that. Um, when in actuality, we, our knees pass our toes all the time in our everyday life, going up and down stairs, you know, steps going up a ladder. Oh, not that we do that every day, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing out on your Always daily on life? Ladder. That's me. Uh, working Fixing in the roof. Here. Classic <laughs> me. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that it, it came from maybe a good place, but there's some reasons why it's, it might not be founded in, in physiology and in anatomy. So why people should do knees over toes or why it's important to incorporate knees over toes into our training is that the tibia or one of the bones of the lower part of the leg is the lever for your quad. And in order to, to really target the quad, we want to get that lever closer and closer to parallel with the ground as we can. That makes that lever more active and therefore puts more load through the quad itself. So that means that knees have to go over toes uh, in order to do that. So so the way that we do it is we incorporate a lot of sissy squats where the heels are elevated and you can really get pretty pretty low into that position and allow that tibia to come forward and more parallel with the ground. And then we also love we call them matrix moves, but reverse Nordic curls where your your lower leg, your shin, is literally parallel with the ground and on the ground, and then you hinge back from there. So it doesn't necessarily look like knees over toes, but that's what it is. Just kind of from the opposite way. Um, yes. now, and I feel like there's a whole nother thing of maybe you might not be ready for it. And, and what are you, what are your thoughts on that? If, if someone is experiencing discomfort, even in those motions, even though we know maybe that's how we best load them, maybe not everyone's ready for them.
0: Right. Exactly. Well, I think first differentiating, there's a difference between muscle fatigue and muscle burn and like joint pain, joint sure. pain in your knee you'll know it when you feel it, it feels deeper. It feels uncomfortable. It feels achy. That's not what we want. So if you go into a sissy squat and knees over toes position, and you're feeling those sensation in your knees, it's probably because your knees aren't ready for that deep position. It's a lot of load through the quads and your quads have to be really strong. And your patellar tendon, which connects from your quads down to your lower leg also has to be able to tolerate and accept that type of load, which takes practice, which takes, loading it and getting yes. used to it before you go into it. So if you're feeling that joint pain in the knee, that's okay, you can back off and take wall sits. And the beauty of wall sits is you can manipulate what's called the ground reaction force. Maybe we'll get that into that in a different podcast, but you can manipulate yeah. the ground reaction force and place more force through the quads by pressing your feet into the floor and away. So like you're trying to like really press your upper body into the wall. Like you're trying to make a imprint with your upper body into the wall. And that will uh, create a diagonal force up through your feet and load the knee and the quad more. Once you get used to that, you can add some weight on your hips once you're, you're feeling good there, then you can slowly incorporate these sissy squats with your heels elevated on something. And you're lowering down into a little squat position, starting in a small range of motion until your knees feel good. And what you'll find is as your quads get stronger through this load bearing position, you'll be able to go deeper and deeper into these sissy squat positions with more comfort. Um, and I also want to say, I think people get confused as to why we elevate the heels in this position. And I think that we could talk about that. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, you know, your knees can, you can have your feet flat on the mat and still bias your quads by letting your knees kind of travel forward and that lower leg, that tibia shifting forward. But what happens is you'll run out of ankle dorsiflexion. So ankle foot flexion. And when that happens, your foot will kind of cave in. And this isn't a bad thing. This is a physiological mechanism to get more range of motion. But when that foot caves in, your feet are flat, your knees also tend to travel in as well. And so we tend to get not great forces through those knees. That's where people start to feel discomfort. But when you elevate the heels, then you allow more motion in the ankle. The knee can travel forward more without that foot caving in without that foot pronation. And you can keep your knees straight forward and backwards. So you have that nice clean force going straight forward and backwards.
1: Absolutely. That's, that's exactly it. And you're, then you're not limited by your ankle dorsiflexion because you're going to hit a stopping point. No matter what, no matter if you have incredible ankle dorsiflexion, you're going to hit a point where you can't go any further. So it's not going to be as effective for the quad as yep. a sissy squat or a sissy squat variation.
0: Yep. And by the way, we don't recommend just because we talk about ankle mobility here, we're not recommending like, Oh, my ankle stopping me. That means I need to do a bunch of stretches for my ankle. Right. Not necessarily. I have someone, I'm someone who just the bony structure of my ankle. I don't have a lot of ankle dorsiflexion. And no matter how much I stretch, stretch back in my heydays of doing tons and tons of yoga and like stretching, it never improved. And it could just be the bony structure of my ankle that stops me. And so since we don't know why your ankles are stopping you in a, in a sooner range of motion, we don't necessarily recommend like doing a bunch of stretches just to you know, gain more dorsiflexion. And so your knees can travel forward more. So I always want to say like caution on that. Not that stretching is like maybe not indicated, especially if you're seeing a physical therapist, that's a mm-hmm. whole other conversation. Right. But um, I just wanted to add that because I think people are like, oh, well I have less mobility. So instead of propping up my heels, I'm just going to do a bunch of ankle stretches to get more.
1: Right. No, it's instead just take the heels up, take that out of the equation. And then you don't have to worry about that, that limitation there. Whether it's like a true limitation or just naturally happens because of, because of our physiology.
0: Yep, exactly. Okay. Anything else we missed? I feel like we just zoomed right through that. Nope. (laughs) I think that, I think that covers it quickly. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Peyton. And thank you for listening. We will see you all on Thursday for an episode and then next week for another one question Monday. Bye for now.